0: Welcome to Rama for Today Radio.
1: But I'll tell you something else I learned early in life. Things that you cry about today, you'll shout about tomorrow. Amen. I said amen. Some of us have been around long enough to tell you that. Whether you believe it or not, you hold on to it. Don't forget it. Things you cry about today, you'll shout about tomorrow. You say... Why do you say, thank God he didn't come? I would have believed whatever he told me. That would have settled the issue with me.
0: Welcome to Rayma for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue with Reverend Kenneth e. Hagan's series Answered Prayer, An Obtainable Goal. This teaching will strengthen you in the area of prayer, so stay with us. And later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, Let's join Reverend Hagen.
1: I'd wake up praising God. I'd wake up praising God. First thing I said when I woke up was, Praise God. Praise God. Thank God I didn't go to hell. Glory to God. I'm so glad I didn't go to hell. Thank God I'm saved. Praise God for another day. I'm bed fast. I can't get out of bed, but praise God for another day. I'd see the sun shining through the window. Praise God for the sunshine. Praise God for the fresh air. When I could see, I'd look out and see the green grass. Praise God for the green grass. When I could see, I'd look out and see the trees. Praise God for the trees. Praise God for the sky. Praise God for the clouds. Praise God for the flowers. Praise God for the sunshine. Praise God. I just praise Him for everything inside. (laughs) Hallelujah. Just happy. Thought I was going to die, but just happy. Couldn't have been any happier. I mean, if I'd have died the next moment, glory to God, I'd have died happy. (laughs) That's the important thing. I said, that's the important thing. That's the important thing. So I thought I had to die. Doctor said I did. Now, something inside me said you could be healed. Stood asking God to ask people, and they said, oh, no, that's all been done away with. So I accepted man's verdict. And and I kept listening, trying to listen. I'll put it there, trying to listen to whatever inside me. Didn't know it's my spirit. Didn't know I was a spirit being. Realizing now it's my spirit trying to tell me. Till finally, you know, I got a hold of Mark 11, 23 and 24. And something said, that's it. It's all right there. What things ever you desire. But then I thought, but then something said to my mind, I don't know whether it's God or the devil. I haven't been able to distinguish between the two voices yet. I'm just a baby Christian. I'm talking about back there then, <laughs> and so uh, th- this voice said to my mind, "Now, now, now, that, the, what things have you desire? Because, see, I, man, I jumped because I desired a well body all my life. I desired to be well. That doesn't mean something said to my mind. A voice said to my mind. That doesn't mean uh, healing, financial or material things or blessing. All that means is what things soever you desire spiritually when you pray. Believe you receive them and you'll have them. Well, I don't know whether that means, what it means. So, I, 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 I want some preacher. I thought preachers ought to know. They ought to. I'm sorry to say they don't. So, I, I wanted, you know, I, me, me and Mama was Baptist. You know, and I thought Lord Jesus Christ and all his apostles were Southern Baptists. <laughs> I, I wouldn't listen to what anybody said if they wasn't Southern Baptist. So my grandmother said, well, I'll go. See, I wanted my pastor to come. I'll go. He didn't live very far from us, really. A little over two blocks. I'll go and tell him you want to see him. I wouldn't tell him what I want to see him about. I just want, want, want a pastor, want a preacher, want my pastor. Now, I'd been bedfast for many months, and he hadn't come to see me. But my grandmother walked there, knocked on the door, told him. He, when she reminded me and so on, he, he, of course, he had several hundreds of people, but he remembered. He remembered who I was. Well, he said, uh, now, Mr. Drake, went, uh, you know, I, I can't come tomorrow. Today's busy, and then tomorrow I have certain thing. The next day he was going to Dallas, uh, and so it would be Thursday before I could come. She said, that'd be fine. Well, he said, now, when would be the best time to come to see the boy? So granny said, well, I told him uh, early in the morning when his mother, his mother bathe him about 8, 830, something like that. And, and right about then, he seems to be the most alert. After about 10 o'clock in the morning, he'll just lie there like he's in a stupor. You can't get through to him. They tell me they'd get down and holler at me. I'd just yell top of their voice in my ear. And, and see me like I could hear somebody two blocks away. I could hear the sound of the voice, but I couldn't distinguish what they're saying. And so he said, well, it's just a couple of blocks, two blocks and a half. I'll, I'll be around there, you know, by about, about 8.30 a little after in the morning, Thursday morning. Thank God he never did come. <laughs> now, you know, you say, why do you say that? I cried three days and nights because he didn't come. Just wept three days and nights. Didn't sleep hard at all. But I'll tell you something else I learned early in life. Things that you cry about today, you'll shout about tomorrow. Amen. Amen. I said amen. Some of us have been around long enough to tell you that. Whether you believe it or not, you hold on to it. Don't forget it things you cry about today, you'll shout about tomorrow. You say, why do you say, thank God he didn't come? I would have believed whatever he told me. That would have settled the issue with me. I found out later what he would have said. Because after I was healed and went back to the same church, he said the poor boy stayed in bed so long it affected his mind. You know what he told me, don't you? Uh, Thank God he didn't come. And so my grandma, she was as aggravated as I was. She walked around there, you know, older, walked the distance. She said, well, I never did have much faith in him anyway. But you and your mama, you're a Baptist, you know, said, I walked down here in the north part of town, a long way down there. She had to walk a mile or a mile and a half and to Reverend so-and-so. This other was Dr. so-and-so. Reverend so and so. Now I've known him for years and he was a good man. And he he lived right. And I'll get him to come to see you. So she walked away down there and he said he'd come, but he never did. And I'm disappointed, crying about it. So my aunt said that her pastor would come, pastor of the first Christian church. And I'd heard him preach six times. Because when I was 9 to 11, 9, 10, 11, I went, my, my aunt was superintendent of the junior department of her church. Now she had to go right by my church to get to hers. And she had a car. I went to live with my grandparents, my mother's side of the family when I was nine years old. But she wouldn't let me ride unless I'd go to her church. So I went to her church those three years to get a ride. Because I gave her one more person in the junior department. She superintended of the junior department, and she always stayed for church every Christmas and Easter. So over a three-year period, I heard Dr. W. preach six times. So she said her pastor would come, pastor of the First Christian Church. I didn't much believe he would, but she told him, you remember my little nephew? Now, see, I'm 15. Actually, I'm just barely 16 by now. See, and he hadn't seen me in five years because, see, I, well, 11, since I was about 11 or 12, by the time I got to be 12, then I quit and went over back to the Baptist. So, yeah, he remembered me, though. My little nephew used to come with me. Yeah, he remembered me. Well, he's bed-fast. Doctor's giving up. Now, she told him all the stories, see. But he wants a preacher. I don't know why, but he wants a preacher. Would you go visit? Oh, yeah, yeah. So she come back and said, he said, he'd come. I didn't believe he would. I just disregarded. I knew he wouldn't come. No more expected him anything in the world. But you know, he showed up one day. Never will forget it. Never will forget it. I heard his I couldn't see. Now I could see a farm. It, it, you know, if mama was by the bed or some person. And actually, when he came up to my bedside, I, I couldn't tell whether it's a man, woman, a horse, or a cow. I could just see a a blur of, you know, a farm of some kind. Not enough to tell. And and so, uh, but I, I could hear. My my hearing seemed to be keen. And I remember when somebody knocked on the door and somebody went to the door because my bedroom, was just, there's a hallway. My bedroom was just off of it. And then you come into the hallway and you come down the hall to my bedroom or go through this door into the living room. And so when I heard his voice, I recognized it. And, and my heart within me, my spirit, you know, just leaped, you know. Because I thought well he is a preacher, you know a preacher ought to know Mark 11:24, I found out they don't. I found out they don't most of them don't know what Mark 11:24, don't even believe Mark 11:24. I'm going to find out if Mark 11:23 and 24, if, if it's true, if Jesus meant what he said, if he said what he meant, because if he meant what he said and said what he meant, I'm coming off of this bed. So I heard, you know, I thought, well, he'll know, he'll know. Well, I heard him just outside my room, outside the door talking. And uh, only one doctor wouldn't allow but one person in the room at the time. That's just how low I was. So whoever was in the room got up and left. I couldn't see him, but I could hear him. And suddenly, I saw this farm materialize. I couldn't see anybody. I felt somebody pick up my hand and, hold my hand, this hand here and there's but I still couldn't see other than just a very blurry image. Couldn't tell it was a man or a woman. You know what it was. And I'm trying to say, but see my tongue's partially paralyzed. My throat's partially paralyzed. And and you know how the folks And And I'm trying to tell him. See, grandma's Bible was lying on the table right there by my bed when I couldn't see after mama would bathe me in the morning time when you're a little more alert, what, what she'd prop it up in front of me, open it up and prop it up in front of me, and I, I'd read a few words or a few verses. And I'm trying to say, get, get that Bible, open it to Mark 11:24, Tell me if it means what it says. And all I could do is make sounds. You've seen those dear people. You know I'm not making fun of them because I did it myself. Those dear people that that's sort of paralyzed your parts. You see now, if, if you're not excited, once in a while you can get a word out, and then not only that, but your family's with you all the time, so they they understand pretty well what you're saying. But all I could do is, uh, 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 just made sounds. I couldn't get a word out. What do we have here for an offer? Well, we got my book, they. Untapped power of praise, mm-hmm. and which uh, I've got is talking about praise and rejoicing. Yes, and and you know, uh, uh, praise a uh, reservoir of power, mm-hmm. obtaining full measure of God's blessing. Praise releases your faith in God. Praise a to life. Your spiritual Jericho's, and the praise cure. I
0: really like the praise cure.
1: Uh, the praise yeah, cure is I, one of my good sermons that I is. preach. It is, but they they took these sermons and they put them across. It's all about praise. That's right. And they put them in a book. praise is the same thing as rejoicing. Right. Same. Rejoicing rejoicing and praise. Yes. And then uh, your dad, there's two CDs on prayer
0: and praise. Prayer and praise. Uh, That's very important. And you know, these things will build you up and help you to rejoice even in those times when you don't feel like
1: rejoicing. That's retail $25.95, but we want you to have this. So we are offering for $19.95. That's a savings of $6. Amen. We like savings, right? Go right now, go to the computer and go to rhema.org and order it right right now.
0: Don't delay. Call today. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. Next week, Reverend Kenneth E. Hagan continues his series on Answered Prayer, an obtainable goal. So join us Monday for Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.